Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Hey everybody, welcome back to American Uck Radio. This is Mike Phillip. And uh, what a wonderful day it is. It is a truly wonderful day. My friend Greg Meekin is back, and uh, I stumbled onto a discovery today. That's right, I discovered something about myself. It turns out uh, that I am a professional frustration, okay? Uh, I was talking to our producer this morning, Super Don Naylor, and uh, he, was, uh, he was telling me that, uh, Mike, I've got the ultimate guest for you today. Uh, we've got a, a Satanist that wants to talk about Roe v. Wade being overturned. And her name is Karen. Karen the Satanist. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Don, oh, I don't really want to talk to a Satanist today. It's Friday. Come on, man. And he's like, but Mike, Mike, this will blow up the internet. It'll be so good, Mike. You got your numbers. You're, and I'm like, Don, I don't want to give place to the devil and his lies. That's just not what I want to do. But he, And he's like, Mike, you know I'm right. You know. And I'm like, all right, I'll think about it. And then he says, now, Mike, we've got to do something about your video. We've got to make it better. We've got to bring in video. We've got to upgrade. It'll take five minutes. And I'm like well, what's wrong with it now? And he says, well, it's just you sitting there. And I said, well, I guess people like that, that my numbers are going up and, and they're they're good. And he's like, Mike, Mike, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Anyhow, and, and, then, and then I was talking to my wife and uh, I said, poor Don, he, uh, he, he, fr- he gets frustrated by me and she looks at me like, poor Don. <laughs> We got Greg freaking Meekin back. 
for Dueling Citizens. And uh, I can't wait to talk with this guy. And uh, I, I was thinking of re- renaming this segment the, the Hilarious Side of Dementia with, uh, what's his name? Author Greg Meaton <laughs> nails it. The border catastrophe, gas prices, and runaway inflation, the education mess. Greg sorts it all up and offers Greg's List Solution. Now presenting Dueling Citizens with Greg Meekin. Greg, welcome back to the show. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm way happier to talk to you today than uh, Karen the Satanist. <laughs> do, do I have to attend this? I mean, once again, the show just turns in. It, it, this is so fun, Mike. Karen. Karen the, the Satanist. Satanist. Okay, it ha- it ha- it has to be Karen. Why isn't it like Susan or like Penelope or something? It's got to be Karen. It's got to be. It's a, I'd like to that speak to the manager, please. <laughs> Are we going to have another one of those laugh fest? Life, you can't make this stuff up, Mike. Right. I look in the news now. And I'm going, dude, give me the old days. Give me the 1980s or 90s. You go into the news and there's just regular stuff, you know, regular murder here or there. But we have got the most insane world going on I've ever seen. Karen the Satanist, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Don just called me a party pooper. I guess I pooped on his party. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Karen the Satanist. Not today, Karen. <laughs> uh, uh, Pastor Nate Rios in the heart, house frontosa. Delta Harp, Jasper owner, and uh, Sarah Nichols Media. Super Don Naylor's watching, and he's pulling his hair out in frustration at how good things could be if Mike Phillip would just listen. Mike, you know I'm right. Greg, uh, some very interesting developments are going on. Let's get serious. It's time to be serious. Let's do it, man. Let's go serious. We're Let's in a purple a hoodie. Serious stuff, this is man. serious. Yeah. <laughs> I got my How bears can you hat. Take seriously, oh, guy wearing yeah. a, okay, a purple so, hoodie. <laughs> uh, very interesting development. Uh, we, we've got to talk about Roe v. Wade. That's that's. Uh, there, there's a lot of nuances there. Now, Alberta, the province of Alberta. You are a staunch Alberta 51 guy. And yes, I am. Uh, so am I, and and I think that's what brought us together. Uh, I happen to know that you yes, know a did. thing or two about French girls. We can get into that. Um, uh, uh, the other thing, once again, your show di- your show digresses, Mike. You're not even five minutes in, and it's digressing. That that's great. I have that's a story. Uh, anyways, uh, listen. So, <laughs> so we uh, Daniel Smith is running to be the right. premier of Alberta. So right. For our U.S. listening audience, uh, Alberta, uh, Canada has provinces, and over the province we have a premier. It's like a, a governor of a state. And I am actually uh, surprisingly liking what I'm seeing here because Daniel Smith is running on a platform of making changes to the Alberta Human Rights Act that we would absolutely ignore and not enforce any kind of federal lockdown mandates if they ever come down again. And I think, Greg, if that happens, uh, it's also going to affect 
the uh, gun grab that is coming in Canada that they put in place, and I see the the wheels turning for that right now. I went and I grabbed Daniel Smith's official campaign uh, video, and and let's throw that on right now, and let's talk about this. This is a big development. Uh, there's a move of God happening here. And as bad as things seemed over the last little while, I think that we're going to see some very good things come down the pike. Now, over to Daniel Smith on Alberta. What happened over the last two years? It's for the right reasons. Must never happen again. The right to express your opinion, travel freely, make an honest living, and to be treated as equals are at the very core of what it means to be Canadian, regardless of background or beliefs. So let me be perfectly clear. As your premier, our province will never lock down again. Your kids will stay in school. Your business will remain open. You will be able to travel, gather with your loved ones, and worship with your faith community as you choose. And I will amend the Alberta Human Rights Act so no one can ever be discriminated against for their personal political beliefs or the medical decisions they make for themselves or their children. And if Ottawa attacks our charter rights and freedoms again, we will not enforce those policies here because the freedoms of Albertans are non-negotiable. I'm Danielle Smith, and I'm running to be your premier. But to do so, I need you more than ever. Click the link right now and get a UCP membership so we can put Alberta first and ensure our freedoms are defended. Wow. Wow. Isn't wow. that cool? Wow. Wow. Uh, that's interesting. I've been doing some of the same research as you have this morning, uh, yep. Mike. Uh, yep. uh, great minds think alike. Like uh, Daniel Smith. Very interesting. Uh, I would ask her without even getting into our dialogue here. I'd ask her. I'd ask Daniel Smith two questions. One: Would she con- consider dropping everything and participating in leadership in Alberta Fifty One? Period. Number two. Uh, would she consider coming on for a live interview and real vetting, a one-hour vetting conversation, maybe even, goodness, a campfire chat uh, on the Mike Phillips show with Greg Meekin in a dueling citizen segment? That's what I'd ask. I'd be willing uh, I to like do that. And, and you know what? I actually reached out to Danielle Smith quite a while back because, and listen to this. This is interesting about her. Um, she was a politician. And she was a part of what was called the Wild Rose Party because Alberta had a conservative government for 43 years straight. And these conservative governments uh, in succession uh, got more entitled and the situation kept circling the drain faster. And so in order to uh, uh, break that apart and, and have a new conservative movement, he started what was called the Wild Rose Party, and and I believe that Daniel Smith was the leader of that. And then she crossed the floor back to the Conservative Party, which angered a lot of people. And then Albertans, in order to punish the uh, Alberta Conservative Party, voted communist. Talk about shooting yourself in the foot or cutting off your nose to spite your face. And they did exactly what they were going to do, right? Uh, pigs root in crap and, and communists do what they're going to do. And so then we got these, these, uh, conservatives back in, but Daniel Smith, after her political career, uh, which apparently has fired back up, she 
would frequently have on her uh, show on Calgary AM radio, a man that wrote a book about Alberta becoming a state and the benefits of it. So this woman has been thinking about this issue of separation from Canada. And it's funny because like Alberta wants in and Texas wants out. What's going on, Greg? (laughs) The Texas spirit and the Alberta spirit are identical, Mike. And what people also don't know is Arizona went kicking and screaming. Arizona is a very independent state. Uh, This is great dialogue I'm hearing. You're on cutting edge right here. Uh, uh, Daniel Smith, uh, it it reminded me, I think I mentioned this to you uh, earlier on the phone, but Daniel Smith did, it's apparent to me, that she crossed back to the Conservative Party, and I'm just guessing on this, to become, quote, electable or a little more mainstream, much like, we were talking about this, the libertarians down here have all crossed over to the Republican Party in order to win elections. You cannot fix anything until you are in elected office and in power. And uh, I think we're at a tipping point. Uh, I think you think this too, Mike, not to, not to speak for you, but I think we're at a tipping point. Uh, I look at Danielle Smith from the little I've, I've seen and viewed of her right now. You know what she reminds me of, Mike? Oh. I'll throw this out here. It'll surprise you. Carrie Lake. Uh, Carrie Lake is, in my opinion, going to be the next governor of Arizona uh, from a policy standpoint. And they're actually close in age. Uh, she is a twin to the what I heard was a platform, a policy uh, from uh, Smith earlier right, you know, in the recording. And Carrie Lake has basically said the same thing. You know there's a states versus Washington, D.C. war going on, Mike, segueing back to Roe versus Wade. But think about this. The border... The southern border of the U.S. is such a catastrophe, Mike. 239,000 illegal crossers last month alone. And Carrie Lake, as is all leadership down here in Arizona, like our, our, our friend Sheriff Mark Lamb, are sick of it. And part of Carrie Lake's platform, and this is not a plug. I, we've talked about this before. I'm a paid-to-no-one person. I just plug what, I, what I'm passionate about. Carrie Lake uh, has basically said the minute that she is governor, uh, Mike, she's going to pull out the executive order pen. She's going to seal up the border. She's going to seal up the border, basically duplicate Trump policy, seal up the border, finish the wall. Uh, and she is, is telling, is she's saying right now, she doesn't care if Washington, Washington doesn't like it. She, if Joe Biden defies, she's going to defy him. She wants to seal up the Arizona, the Arizona border. This is the same passion, Mike, that I'm hearing out of Alberta 51 folks. Yeah. It's the same kind of passion. En- enough is enough. You know, Greg, it's, you know, it's, just it's, let's I've been go back about, to 19, you know? Yeah, I've been talking about this on the show. Listen, if men and women will start crying out to God, and cleaning out their old swamp in their home. Clean up your marriage. Clean up your 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 any bad habits. Right. Get the porn off your phone yes. or your computer. Uh, start yes. start serving Jesus. This is what we'll see happen. Things will get exactly. better on a state and federal level. And uh, that whole thing with President Trump. Say what you want about the man. Uh, but this would not have happened if he had not put Barrett and Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court, in my opinion. And that whole thing with 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 wow. him is that 
and, and I'm not a Trump worshiper, okay? Don't anybody get, ever get that impression. I'm just looking at the facts here. But that movement kind of opened people's eyes that, yes, somebody can come in and do things more aligned with what we want for our country and the values of our family. And yes, you can close that border. And I think that that whole revolutionary way of thinking, if it gets into states and municipalities, right from sheriff to dog catcher, that's where it's got to be. It's got to be family to family, house to house. That's the deal. It's not the magic politician going to come make your life better. You make it better. Call upon the Lord. Absolutely. The, the, the word is action. What are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do about it? Are, are we going to register to vote? Are we going to go, you know, are, are we going to be engaged on social media or on, on, on shows like this? Are we gonna, and everything that I'm hearing is people are ready to do right now, Mike. It's almost like there's a new sheriff in town, if you know. Uh, they're ready to do. We're sick and tired of this two years of COVID shutdowns. I can't believe what we've been seeing. And I think the trend that I feel out here, and I include Mike Phillip, I include Carrie Lake, I include Mark Lamb, I include Val Olson News, I include the, the movers and the shakers here, Mike, the people we're talking about. We're, we're 1776 kind of people. Regardless of where our citizenship is, we're 1776 kind of people. And I feel a movement. I feel a movement that people are sick and tired of it. I see these brand new, call it brand new movements, including Alberta 51 picking up such a momentum right now. I see them as as really moving forward. Young brands, you are a young brand. Russell and Hunter, we'll talk about them sometime. Radio guys in Phoenix, they're incredible guys. They're a brand new brand. All these brands are less than two years old. Mike. So I think what we're seeing is a trend. I think we see it. And, and honestly, I'll be real candid here. I hope uh, Miss Smith has it in her because I'd like to talk to her and I would like you and I to talk to her live on the radio. Well, yeah, I did reach out to her a while back and she did get back to me. She said, you know, I'm just, uh, I just got done my radio gig, but yes, I would be happy to come on your, your nice. uh, show, Mike. And so I am going to reach out to Danielle again. Uh, and see if I can. If she she got back to bit. you, huh? She got back to you. That means if she got back to you, which means she's a Gen Xer like you. She actually returns phone calls and and uh, emails. If you're a millennial, you wouldn't hear from her for five days, if that. Well, I didn't say it was right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everybody, just I, checking I, on you. Yeah, yeah. I I think I have just a little bit of a cold coming on. I, I'm a little congested in my sinuses, and I have a tickle in my chest. So if you hear me start uh, coughing, I I I'm feeling a little, just a little bit under the weather today, uh, but I'm good to go. And so uh, the other thing that I want to say is that th- th- these changes are happening. Like we have in in Canada, each province has what's called a chief firearms officer and the chief firearms officer over Alberta was federally appointed. Okay. So that's the boss of the guns in Alberta. (laughs) The, 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 the Supreme allied commander of the guns in Alberta. And so what our premier now did Jason Kenney was he put a provincially appointed chief firearms officer over the province and this is the weirdest thing because uh, 
Its name is Terry Bryant, and he is a sheet, okay? It's a tranny. But this transvestite, Terry Bryant, has $150,000 worth of guns. Like, this, this is a massive gun collector. And this individual would take them to gun shows all over Canada and the United States and Japan and just everywhere. And so these little moves have been taking place to, uh, and I'm not even going to say usurp federal authority because the thing is, uh, Canada's a confederation. Okay, provinces already have the power to say, no, we're not doing that. And they also have the power to say, we are breaking away from Canada. Now, the wheels are turning slowly, but I'm starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel, uh, domestically speaking. Your thoughts, Greg? Uh, You mentioned usurp federal authority. No, 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 no. No. Uh, Alberta and and, and any independence-minded folks, states, provinces, uh, they don't need to uh, usurp. They need to reclaim the power they already have. Uh, all states down here, we've had this conversation a million times, Mike, states down here can, can basically do whatever they want in terms of who their local uh, population is and what the folks want. Imagine that. That's the concept of local uh, governance. Right. And the states, the concept even right up to Roe v. Wade, the whole concept of America is the states uh, are, are supposed to be empowered That's it. Yeah. to ha- make these decisions. It's really simple. And where everything goes nuts is when the Trudeaus uh, and the Bidens of the world just right. want federal power to control everything. It's really so simple. Uh, and the more you, yeah. like you say, like you allude to here, the more you empower the citizen, the more you empower the state, the more you empower the province. Goodness, we could go through Alberta's uh, constitution and Alaska's constitution, Mike, where they actually pay oil royalties back to their citizens, and we can start talking uh, independence and, and and living like an American under living like an American under the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights and the joy that that freedom brings. And I think people are are getting the message, Mike. I really do. I got go I got to ask you a question, Greg. Do you, do you like vaccines? Uh, no, you don't like vaccines. Is that a quick enough answer? Uh, I like. I, I, honestly, I I, I asked the. I'm a, you, I'm yeah, a, no, wait, a, whoa, whoa, whoa! Mark. Do you like the COVID vaccine? Uh, no, no. Okay, I've all been right. Completely so do anti-vaccine. You, do, you, do you have period, products? Period. Do you have Do you have products in your house made by Johnson and Johnson? Uh, I have. I'm sure we do. And this is a beautiful segue to. I want to learn more about your product line. Wow, Greg, that's a good thing you showed up today because I want to tell you You all about it. But first of all, let's go to a message from PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American Uck. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American Uck. Global corporate giants such as Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, BlackRock, and Vanguard, just to name a few financially prop up the globalists and their new world order these companies are selling us poison and using the money they make from us to fight against our principles and ideals promoting things like esg critical race theory we must stop buying their products funding these global giants and their big brother government overlords there is a better way 
PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American Huck is a family-owned alternative. Building a parallel economy with your dollars and buy the everyday essentials you and your family need without funding the new world order. Better, healthy, safe versions of what you're already buying at comparable prices or better. PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American Huck. American Huck Radio is brought to you by PatriotSwitch.com forward slash American Huck. You can go to our website, AmericanHuckRadio.com. That's AmericanUCKRadio.com. Hit the Patriot Switch logo and it will take you to a small form where you put in your name and your email address. And some of the best people that you will ever meet in your life will be there to help you navigate out of paying for the mainstream media, paying for chemicals that cause cancer, paying for uh, critical race theory in the schools, paying for the LGBTQ uh, plus to whatever uh, they've added to it. I'm never sure. Uh, but that's my point here, Greg. It's easy. It, you're already spending the money. You're already spending the money. Correct. And it's going to fund things like the Church of Satan. Uh, do you want to put money in the pocket of Karen the Satanist? Do you? <laughs> you can do a marketing campaign on that one, Mike. <laughs> right? Well, right? I'm being funny about it, but I'm serious. <laughs> like, it's like, duh. Uh, honestly, I think that the more complex the world gets, I think it's coming down to the simplest terms, don't you? I mean, the way we're talking Greg, in here right too. now, I feel it's just you and me. I know there's a bunch of it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I just I think that I think and I hope that uh, we come down to some real simplicity of thinking, which I think we are. Including your product line is just such a great idea to replace the products you're you're already using. Do uh, everything from uh, just from uh, a more traditional nineteen I call it nineteen fifties approach handshake world approach to uh, to life, just getting more common sense. I feel it's coming. And I feel it even in this radio show, this type of dialogue that, uh, yeah. you know, you know me, I always, I believe that we're all, 80% of us are all the same type of folks, right? Yeah. We might have different accents and stuff, but, and it's the 10% crazies on both sides that get all the mic time, Mike, just like the Karen, like Karen the Satanist. I'm not going to get over that. I got to write an article about that. It something. sounds funny when you say it that way, right? And you know what the funny thing about Karen the Satanist is? I don't even know her, but uh, like... She is made of the same clay that we are, and she was made by our God. So, like, if I had Karen the Satanist on the show, wouldn't it be fantastic if we had uh, a before and after of Karen the Satanist turn into Karen, uh, saint of the Most High God, with the uh, name of the Lamb in her uh, forehead, Praising his name with tears in her eyes and, uh, you know, being put down in the water in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Karen, the Satanist would be awesome. You know who else I had? uh, Our program director at Mojo Five O, And I've got to go to our commercial break right away at the bottom of the hour, speaking of which. But uh, I had our program director, Beth Knott, who was actually Glenn Beck's executive producer for like 20 years or something. She knows a lot of people. Uh, but she reached out to me last night and she said, Clay Clark's people are trying to get a hold of you. They want to get Clay Clark on your show. And my first 
reaction off the cuff was, I, I'm not criticizing Clay. Uh, I, I don't know the man. I don't, I don't hate him. But every interview I've heard of his is almost a cookie cutter of the same last one that I heard. 666, Lucifer A's, every man received the mark. Uh, and, and so I... I was going to tell her, no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to have Clay Clark on because he's on every show. Like, if you're a watcher of InfoWars, he's there. He was on the Daily Mojo yesterday. Stu Peters has him on. Uh, one show has got to be different. But then I got thinking about it, and maybe, maybe what I'll do is have Clay on and take him down a different road. Uh, if I can, I mean, it, it's... You know, from most interviews with Clay Clark I've seen, the interviewer uh, really needs to ride the mute button because it's hard to get a word in edgewise. But I tell you what, let's think about it during the commercial break. And then when we get back, God has done some fantastic miracles. Uh, I got a text from Pastor Rios this morning about a man that we prayed for named Kevin in Mississippi. I got great news about him. Uh, Deb in Texas says that her uh, her daughter Ashley's knee is uh, is improving since we prayed yesterday, and so uh, you know we like to have fun, and part of that is giving God glory for the wonderful things that He has done. So, do you think you can remember that all uh, pre dementia, Greg? <laughs> we've got like I say, we've got pre everything. I got pre dementia. I got pre death. We got pre everything. So hey, what's to worry about? Yeah, right? I'm gonna go to sleep sometime tonight. I'm in pre sleep mode right now. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's coming, Mike. Mike, why would you have Karen the Satanist on your show? Karen the Satanist, if you're watching, God loves uh. you. And you can repent of that. You're no worse and no better than anybody else. God loves you. Here in the sea. We'll be back, back on American Duck Radio with Greg Freakamiga. Don't go anywhere. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. At Roka Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat 
of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great cop. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com that's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. How dare you? <laughs> we dare. Oh, we dare. Flat Earth. The moon landing. JFK. 5G. Biden won the election. <laughs> hey, lovelies. Does anyone have any new conspiracy theories? Because all the ones I know are contrary. <laughs> Join me, Rhea Bow, here on Sunday Long Live Radio, live every Sunday of the year, 5am Eastern Standard, 10am UK, and 9pm New South Wales. I'll see you Sunday. America Radio. Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. America Nuck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. America Radio. I believe in the man in the sky. The man in the sky. I believe with his hand I'll get by. America Radio. My footsteps may falter. My eyes may grow dim, but he's my Gibraltar. I kind of want to let this play. The sparrow is all I may be. Is all I may be. On me, he will stay. Good job, Don. Good job, Don. Delta Don. What is that flower you have on? Welcome back to American Arc Radio with Greg freaking Meekin. And, uh, Jen? Don't make a noise when I'm on air, woman. You got me? Uh, I'm going to call him Nick Naylor. Do you remember that? Thank you for smoking. Nick Naylor. You know, we used to call him Bomb Mailer. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. So, uh, I got to bring this up. I got to bring this up, okay? Uh, Living in Canada... You have uh, you gotta you gotta learn French, okay? You gotta you gotta learn French, which I 
patently refused to do. Uh, my dad was from is from Chicago, and he was in the U.S. Army. And you know how Americans are towards the French and and back and forth, right? They they got a thing there, right? Sure. So, anyways, sure. I had zero time, respect, nor tolerance uh, as a, a young foolish man for uh, French class. And we had this teacher. I was living in Saskatchewan at the time, and we had this teacher named Jean-Marie Chabot, and we would call Jean-Marie Chabot Jean-Mary Chabot, and and (laughs) Jean-Marie Chabot did not like being called Jean-Mary Chabot, which, you know, what we're kids, once we figured that out, it's junior high. The worst person you'll ever be in your life, almost, is, is junior high. Like uh, we were terrible, terrible, awful people, and so we would. Me and my friend Brad had a contest to see who would get kicked out of Jean Mary Chabot's class first, right? And it got to the point, Greg, where we would walk in, sit down at our desks, and just smile at him, and he would point at the door, and we would get up and give him a little salute and walk out. Now, the reason I brought that up is because I happen to know that you're an expert on French girls. Greg? (laughs) Boy, you know what? I never know what curveballs you're going to throw me. I believe we were having a conversation uh, uh, about me, you know, me being raised in Quebec and Montreal and stuff. And I think we do talk. I think the French, French girls might have come up as a subject matter and I think I made that joke to you or something about it but uh, I, I don't know what to say there other than every, most of the honestly God, I, I can't believe what you bring out in me here Mike but most of the French Canadian gals that I dated uh, of the few in uh, back in Montreal uh, very seriously they uh, they uh, all they wanted to do was get married uh, they, uh, they were just, they, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience back then. But yes, I do have a little, uh, a little bit of knowledge, uh, in that world, shall we say. And, uh, there are a lot of punchlines waiting for that someday, but we might get that to, to that another time. How fun. Did How you fun. ever meet one named Fifi or Josephine? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I'll tell you what, that is so funny. Uh, I will say just as a kind of a side note. Uh, I, I, I feel really spoiled because I was raised in 1970s Quebec. Like, uh, like, you know, you were, you were in a big French immersion program. Oh, dude. Well, it was by law. Well, it wasn't by law. It was quote voluntary. You know, those voluntary mandatory programs where, uh, it was, if I remember seventh grades, grade seven, eight and nine, it was French immersion. Uh, where we literally had all of our classes other than basically uh, English class in French. Uh, so it was a pretty good experience, actually. I know most of my friends, I, did, I didn't really, really perfect the language. I speak more of a tavern French. Can you imagine that? Uh, but most of the people that I know I grew up with uh, in Montreal and went to high school with and stuff there, a lot of them are fluent in French. And that's not a bad thing at all. No, it's not uh, a what bad I thing. Got, I, you know what? I don't think it's a bad thing when people bust on each other uh, good-naturedly either. I don't have a problem with that. Sure. And I've heard, sure. I've heard, you, okay, so you tell me. I've heard that that uh, Frenchies in France can't stand Frenchies from Quebec. They're like the French hillbillies to the Frenchies in France. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, big time. And they speak different languages, Mike. They don't even like each other. Uh, they, really? In, it's different language? 
<laughs> you know, they speak uh, the folks in 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 Europe and France speak Parisian French. Imagine that, you know, Paris French. It is very polite. It's very if if you listen to Parisian French, you can actually understand most of it if you uh, speak French. But in Quebec, they speak what I call kind of tavern French. Uh, I mean, boy, one of these days, maybe I'll get prepared and do a little bit of, for you, you know, some expressions. But tavern French, people from uh, from France can't even understand what they're saying. You know, I'm sure it's like Cockney English versus uh, 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 English and Bavarian German. But, yeah, English, French people uh, in France, they can't even understand a word people are saying in Quebec, Mike. I have been harshly corrected in the chat here by at-home media mom, which I believe is a friend of yours. Am I correct? E Yes, indeed. Oh, right. goodness. Well, she, she has just set me straight on Daniel Smith. Uh, she said, uh, FYI, Danielle Smith does not support or respect parents' rights in Alberta. She's not wishy-washy on this top morals and personal rights issue. In fact, Danielle Smith has been outspoken in support and advocating for teachers to facilitate talks with their children about their sexuality without your knowledge and also creating school-based gathering opportunities for your child to meet on the grounds of their sexual identity without your parental consent or knowledge. Daniel Smith has a long record and devoted a ton of their time to chiseling away at Alberta parents' rights. Show me! That's all in caps. I'm guessing she's yelling, Tell me! Why conservatives <laughs> value their personal rights and above all else, protecting and making the best decisions for their own children We'll get behind a politician with a history of supporting uh, hashtag big gov knows best over parents. I did not know that about Danielle Smith, uh, at home media mom. And I think all of my uh, my funnin' on the Frenchies has offended slave to him. Uh, if you are French, um, make no doubt about it. You're strange, but God loves you and he made you to talk that way. Uh <laughs> You know what? That but see, uh, that, like, okay, that's that's good that I know that because now if I reach out to Danielle Smith, I can be right, real right. nice to her on the uh, personal medical freedom rights when it comes to lockdowns and sure. vaccinations, and then and then uh, bam with the parental rights, right? Bang, zoom to the moon, Alice. Well, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> the moon Alice, boy, the good old days. Oh, don't, right. I don't even say the good old days of Jackie Gleason. We won't even go there. Uh, this is what it's all about, though, Mike. Uh, in hearing from home media mom, mom, a mutual friend of ours, this is what it's all about. Bring us news. Bring us new news. Let's dissect it through. Let's talk it out. Let's not make any prejudgments. Uh, the reason why I say I'd like to have Daniel Smith or a number of other people, Mike, there's lots of folks that could be in leadership positions. Um, both north and south of the border yep. here. Uh, but this is what you do. You bring out information, you hash it around. Yep. The first thing I'm going to say as, a, as a, a pure constitutional Bill of Rights American is I want to hear what Danielle has to say about that. Yeah, and then let's 100%, kick it around. me too. And, and, and look, you're going to, just about anybody you meet, there's going to be things that you absolutely agree on and things you absolutely don't. Now, the sexualization of right. children... Oh, yeah, there's, there's some things that are non-negotiable. Yeah, I'm non not even going to negotiate that. I, I will, uh, if that's part of the package with her, uh, I'm sorry, lady, but you are you are wrong. I, I don't care what anybody says. You're wrong. 
and that's that's me on on that issue. And I didn't know about that about Danielle Smith. Thank you, at home media mom. See, we need the media moms at home to show us the way. Not Karen the same. Well, they're going to. <laughs> uh, I wrote a chapter uh, in my book called "COVID Moms Will Sway 2024." I think that there is an entire entire generation of COVID moms. You and they've called started calling them school moms or they used to be called soccer moms in the bill clinton days you remember mike maybe and uh the these are the the, these are the 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 hero moms who uh, who had to go through covid and the shutdowns and and uh having their kids at home uh uh homeschooling uh they, they went through really a nightmare i can't even dream going through that if i had family and two three four kids uh these are the folks these are the gals uh that are going to sway i believe the next one or two elections uh starting in 2022 uh and then in 2024 you're going to see record number and i'm talking mike i'm talking independents and democrats pure crossing over you're going to see moms who vote voted democrats or liberals say up there uh, all their life but they're going to vote either republican or conservative up there just as had enough had enough had enough these were the reagan democrats this is before your time a little bit, but these Reagan Democrats, Ronald Reagan, after the Jimmy Carnout years in the 70s, Ronald Reagan uh, realized that he could speak really as the great communicator directly to the American people, directly to the voter. And he believed that these that the American voter in the voting booth uh, control, still controlled the country. And Ronald Reagan, after the Jimmy Carter years, of course, had record number of Democrats that crossed over just saying, oh, enough of this. We just got to give someone a fresh chance here. And Reagan was the guy. Right. But and just like we were talking about with, with everybody that you agree with, you're going to find some sticking point. Right. Now, in the case of Danielle Smith with sexualizing children, uh, no dice, lady. Not, not, not. In fact, I think you should no, go no. to jail for that, to be quite honest with you. But um, it, same thing with Reagan. I mean, under Reagan, the, the uh, Federal Department of Education just grew in size, uh, thus facilitating uh, what's yes. happening today. And so, uh, you know, even Trump, uh, I, I, I really, really liked Trump. I did. And then we had, uh, you know, people like Infowars and different, uh, uh, you know, the Robert Scott Bell Show, American Arc Radio. We've been talking about vaccines for like since 2013, uh, in my case. Uh, in, in the case of uh, Infowars, Alex was on it forever. Uh, and then, you know, Trump was so golden and hot on things. And then all of a sudden... Uh, we get a vaccine. We made a vaccine in record time, and it was like, "Why are you doing this?" You know what I mean? Like, a, oh, you yeah. just shot yourself oh, yeah. in the foot with your base. And and I heard him at rallies. People would be cheering, and then he'd start talking about the vaccine and crickets. Oh, yeah. It was bad, man. It was. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you asked him privately. I would I would wager that Trump would say that 
so lim- being a public servant because no matter what, you're so limited by by what you can do, that, yeah. do as far as decisions, and, and you're not a CEO anymore. And I and I would wager that Trump would say he was almost powerless in some situations, like the wave of madness that came out in the first days and weeks of this COVID uh, scare, Mike. Uh, yeah, there was stuff. There was so much propaganda. We were seeing pe- videos of people dropping dead in the streets of China. Uh, it was crazy. So I would bet you Trump would say there were certain things he just had to do. I, I guarantee you he wouldn't like. He would not like increasing the federal debt. I guarantee it. But I, it's just a tough, tough gig in the public sector. Um, uh, tough gig in the in the uh, public sector where you're just more limited. So unfortunately, he had to for, for it to sound like a cliche. I think he had to kind of go with the flow on certain things, especially this the vaccine. You know, it was amazing the mobilization that happened. But I was I was a libertarian from the beginning. I just I was really really skeptical, Mike. I think like you were that I can't believe I'm saying this, but that we had to do kind of anything. You're right, uh, and, and here's all. the other thing. Uh, uh, I mean. You, you got to give the people what they want. And if there were a majority that were calling for it at the time. Uh, and, and the other thing that you have to understand, too, is that God is in control. If that was going to happen, it was just going to happen. That's just all there is to it. Right. And so another, right. I, I want to bring this up, too. And by the way, I just extended... Uh, I just got a notification that your video was going to end in 10 minutes. I just went and extended right. the call time. Uh, and at the end of a 14-day trial, that's going to cost me $11, Greg Meekin. And so you owe me $11. <laughs> or just go and sign up and, and buy at, at patriotswitch.com forward slash American Ock, and we'll call it even. Uh, but Oh, but, there you go. I love it. Okay, love good, it. good. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you around for a bit because I'm having fun here. Hey, it's Friday. But... Uh, I was talking to my brother and here you have the house trying to pass more gun control laws and the Supreme court shoots down gun control laws in the case of New York, right? That's beautiful. That's the going to have a three ring circus one day. People Uh, going to say it's uh. a fine one. (laughs) Got the executive, the judiciary Uh. and Congress. They're supposed to fight. That's how it's supposed to work, and I love it. Isn't it incredible? And it's just uh, pushing the buttons of the left, Mike. I'm just saying it, you know. One thing on that note, this is a serious thing. I was chatting with uh, my wife this morning about this. Because it's on the, looking at the Roe v. Wade, looking at the gun uh, decision in New York. Uh, I personally think that's fabulous. I think that's a tipic of the cap to the uh, uh, Second Amendment and to, to American citizens. Why shouldn't New Yorkers be able to kind of have the regular freedoms that the rest of Americans have? But on this subject, I believe that the judiciary is really doing its job these days. People forget, Mike, here's the old secrets from the inside, and it's not a secret, but do you realize there, that Trump filled over 200 federal court vacancies in his term? 
There were so yeah. many federal judge vacancies, and you talk about Comey Barrett, and you talk about Gorsuch, and those 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 are key moves, obviously, on the Supreme Court side. But there were two hundred federal judges put in that were basically conservatives, and we've seen it in this past few years. I've actually been been okay with it. We've seen justice on the Rittenhouse thing. We've seen justice come out of the Supreme Court. We think, I believe, which is a liber, libertarian justice come out on the Roe v. Wade thing. Uh, I'm just getting New York, goodness. I'm kind of getting a, a, a good feeling that perhaps the courts are doing their job, which is interpreting the con Constitution, interpreting the laws based on the Constitution. Uh, 100 vacancies filled by Trump. And if any Democrat or whatever uh, would say that that's not fair, then I would say, well, why didn't Obama fill those 200 seats? Or why, why weren't they already filled by then? Trump was the only one that saw that opportunity. And uh, it, it, I, I see it and I, and I feel it that hopefully, and I mean this, hopefully the judiciary will continue doing its job because Americans are so tired and Canadians of stuff being covered up and stuff being, you know, uh, uh, judgments coming from the bench, ideological judgments and so forth. I do hope we can come to a more common sense kind of world north and south of the border. And I think that I'm, I'm kind of bullish on the judiciary right now, Mike. We'll see how things go after November when the Republicans have the Congress and the Senate again, because uh, there's going to be a number, uh, I mean a stack of investigations uh, that are going to be coming out of, uh, uh, really out of the committees and the caucuses out starting after actually January when they're, when they're sworn in. But really, you'll see, you'll see it come, uh, come to light after the November elections. And I think that's a good thing. There you go. I had my volume down. I was talking away and you couldn't hear me. And I thought, why the heck is Greg interrupting me like this on my own show? <laughs> Turns out I'm a dunce. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> but that's, that's another example right there. Like, you know, while Trump was playing the vaccine game, yeah, he stacked right. courts with people that, that actually wanted to, uh, you know, do things that more align with people like you and me, uh, uh, our thinking and so uh greg we've got about uh three minutes left here before we got to go to the uh network break for the radio station and right. uh right so when we get back i know i said that i was going to uh talk about some of these miracles that we've seen and uh think about what you want to do on the other side for this next hour because uh i'm enjoying it uh, it, it's a good, fr look, when you do a, a two hour show every single day, uh, <laughs> I know I make it look easy, oh, yeah. but folks, it can get tough at times, especially when your phone does not stop ringing because you, you've got a duty as a pastor to people and you've got, uh, just other things. Now, now I pray in the morning and God works it all out every single time, every day. Uh, but it is nice to have Greg freaking Meekin on and, uh, just to be able to have uh, uh, some lighthearted discussion about news of the day and French women and uh, th and so on and so forth. So, Greg, when we get back, let's get into that yes. and, and and whatever else is on your mind. I mean, I just I don't care what That's what great. do the people listening want to hear. Uh, go into the chat and tell me. Uh, I, I'm not right. a mind reader, okay? So uh, just let me know. 
What? Uh, yeah. And there, and there's so much. You know, Mike. There's so much to talk about. Uh, but let's just whittle it down and take a couple of issues. I do definitely want to talk about this Roe v. Wade and this. I'll tell you what. I, I am just astonished sure. yep. that there was an attempted assassination attempt on a Supreme Court judge that's being yeah. Buried by the oh press. yeah. I just slave to him says so they know not what they do, about. but uh, that doesn't mean we become silent, yep. apathetic. Timing is important. Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, silence and apathy is one of my any my issue. Uh, but you're right. There's things that we got to do. There's some yep. things we got to do. <laughs> and it's just That's that right. simple. That's We've right. got to go to our network break right away here. When we get back, I'm going to show you how to get uh, some books from AmericanHockRadio.com that will actually build your children's brain instead of turning them into a sodomite. They'll learn about uh, economics, <laughs> capitalism, free market systems, and just a good general education in the form of a children's book. You can get it on American Hawk Radio. Dot com. Also, there's an ad for Romica Designs. That is an American family-owned business. They do specialty engraving. You can go there, get yourself a cup made uh, with the name of your, your uh, I don't know, put your picture on it. Send it to your ex-wife as a gag. I don't care. Uh, point is, you can do whatever you want. There's a lot of good stuff, children's gifts, things like that. AmericanHuckRadio.com. We got it all, baby. What can I say? We got to go to our break. We'll be back right after this. Keep listening. And my music didn't start. Nice. That is wonderful. That's just great. There it is. Got a 10 pound Bible. I read it every day. I get down on my knees when it's time to pray. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The Supreme Court ends constitutional protections for abortion. Roe versus Wade is overturned. For veteran pro-lifers like Pastor Patrick Mahoney of the Staten Public Policy Center, it's been a long fight since 1973. And now it's a uh, starting line for the pro-life community to work to help women, support women uh, in abortion-free states, and to help women make abortion unthinkable. From the White House, President Biden says Congress needs to codify Roe's protections. This decision must not be the final word. My administration will use all of its appropriate lawful powers, but Congress must act. And with your vote, you can act. You can have the final word. This is not over. The Supreme Court decision was five to four. Also at townhall.com, it's brutally hot in much of the world. The heat is shattering records in many places. Here in the U.S., it hit 100 degrees in at least 15 states yesterday. It was 104 in Macon, Georgia, 102 in College Station, Texas. 30 million Americans have been under some kind of heat advisory. Overseas, the heat broke records in parts of China and Japan. And in Turkmenistan, it was 114. Texas A&M climate scientist Andrew Dessler says this is miserable. Some people can't afford air conditioning, and even if you can, he says, you're stuck inside. And he reminds us of those who have to work outdoors in the sweltering heat. 
I'm Rita Foley. The Dow is up 644 points. The Nasdaq ahead 261. More at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call now, 800-493-6114. Call now. Again, 800-493-6114. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio, everybody. This is Mike Phillip. We are on the mighty Mojo 50. And WBN324, and of course the Stu Peters Network on Rumble. And I, I tell you what, we have got just, I, I, I feel like I've developed a, a bond with a lot of our listeners. There's there's people that reach out to me, and and I'm, I'm a really accessible guy. I mean, I just go to the website, hit the contact button, I've I've prayed with people in, in loads of different states, and just got together and uh just last night I was I was talking to a man in Michigan and and uh this guy is so cool he's he's just I, I love having this man as my friend and uh he he just said to me Mike your show is really making an impact it's it's changing things it's it's changing the way that I look at the word of God I feel more peace 
uh, it's changing my kids. And I, I said, you know, I, I can't take credit for that. It, it, it's Jesus. It's just, I, and he said, yeah, 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 Mike. I, yeah, you're humble. Okay, I get it, Mike. Okay. But just know that you're, you, what you're doing is, is, is having a big difference. And uh, what a huge compliment. Uh, and just the fact that I can come on air here and uh, bring up the Word of God. And, and uh, it, it, I'm telling you, the Word of God, if, if you uh, want to see, if you want to see things happen, if you want to see uh, miracles, if you want to see God do mighty things, bring people to His Word. Bring people to the Word of God. It's just, it, it can't fail, okay? The Word of God does not return void. It always does what it is is uh, God's intention. Uh, it always accomplishes it. And if you want to have an amazing life, start calling upon the name of Jesus and bring the Word of God to a hungry, thirsty soul that is in a prison of sin and watch that person get set free. Watch the cell door open and the sun on their face and they lift their hands and they got tears streaming down their face. It is the most beautiful moment that you will ever, ever see and be a part of. Greg, we've got to go to a commercial for these books I was talking about and then we'll get into some other stuff. Is that okay with you? Sounds great. Am I, it's this okay is with great you? Stuff, Mike. Do I have your permission? <laughs> Go for it, man. All right. Nothing happened. Hang on. <laughs> professional broadcasting guy, Mike Phillip. Hey, parents. Kids like us have a problem, and it's one that you can help solve. But most parents aren't even aware the problem exists. Here's the issue. Most schools today aren't teaching young kids some really important concepts, like how the economy works or what our rights are or the definition of true laws. Back before you were born, schools often taught the principles of a free society. But not anymore. That's why our parents have us read The, the Tuttle Twins. Twins. These books teach children about economic and civic truths that we need to learn, and there's nothing else like them in the world. Each book covers a different topic, helping us learn how the world really works. For example, these books teach kids things like how the free market is the key to prosperity, the history of the money we use, what our rights are and why we should protect them, how kids can be entrepreneurs. I definitely want to be my own boss someday, and these books will help. Kids like us absolutely love these books. Maybe because they don't treat us like little children. Instead, they help us learn important ideas and develop critical thinking skills. Chances are your kids are missing out on learning these things, especially in a way that's fun and enjoyable for the whole family. And even better, when you buy this set, you also get the awesome activity workbooks for free. Now listen, there are a lot of crazy ideas out there, and you need to prepare your kids. Yeah, if you want to raise a free thinker, you're going to need something that teaches about freedom. So, so purchase, purchase your books now. But be careful, your kids will learn ideas that many adults don't even understand. It makes for some really interesting dinner conversations. Those kids are cute, but I bet yours are cuter. And imagine how much they'll enjoy the books. 
So what are you waiting for? Click the link and grab your set. Head over to AmericanUckRadio.com and uh, get a nice gift for your kids or your grandkids. I'm thinking about getting a set of those for my uh, my little niece down in Idaho. You uh, heard her on the show yesterday, did you, Greg? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, please, please tell the story, too. Tell the story about her, her uh, birthday gift. I can't. She might be listening, man. And, okay. and she's oh, okay. not getting okay. it until okay. Saturday. And, and oh... Uncle oh, Mike don't want to blow oh. that one. Oh, that was so good. That's awesome. We'll have to hear what happens after Saturday. Yeah, I'll have to tell you. And trust me, uh, this four-year-old girl is going to get the absolute most, uh, <laughs> shall we say, dare I say, American gift that one can give. And uh, it, it's just, uh, it's, it's funny. I was talking to my brother last night, Greg, and... He played the interview. Uh, well, well, not interview, but the phone, like the, the show, the part of the show where I called my niece, and I was asking right. her what she wanted, and and she could hear the show, and she thought Uncle Mike was on the phone, and so she was like, "No, Uncle Mike, I want a big girl bike, Uncle Mike, no," and she was she was getting mad, and. Uh, I, I don't know if she got her big girl bike, but uh, she's just quite a quite a thing. And, and you know, uh, getting back to Roe v. Wade, we were talking about that, and, yeah. and people want to sexualize oh, yeah. children. Uh, if you really want to make uh, uh, Karen the Satanist angry, uh, do something geez. good for your kids and, and clean up your family and your marriage, okay? That's a big part of it. I had a man ask me one time, what do you think of abortion? I said, I don't like it. And he said... Why? You can't decide that. That's somebody else's body. And I'm like, well, when you ask a person a question, you have to be prepared for their answer. And I don't like it. Now, that being said, uh, there's never a situation where that is a good thing. There's just never a situation where a woman is in that position where she thinks that that's uh, one of her only decisions. It's just never a good situation. And the thing I hate almost as much as abortion itself is the we need to celebrate abortion celebrate Uh, what are you talking about if it's a medical procedure do we celebrate getting your tonsils taken out what the heck are you talking about greg talk well the you know it's incredible what you're talking about because this this really is roe v wade this is this is the the you know really the biggest quote uh moral or social stories since the the 70s and what i what surprises me is that is there's so many people that don't understand really what what this is all about roe v wade which people people just don't realize was uh basically the federal government stepping in and of course uh uh, allowing freedom of, of abortion freedom of choice uh right up to the very very end you know and uh and they basically took away that choice, that basically choice or right of states to choose based on their people or their culture, their religion, whatever, of states to actually choose um, 
how they wanted their laws and or restrictions to work. So this, this, the, the, uh, the law being uh, struck down right now simply puts things back into the state's hands. Uh, it does not outlaw, outlaw uh, the process. Um, you know, that said, I, I, I simply cannot believe, I can't believe the dissent that's coming out and this, and, and honestly, these, these quotes, they're always called most peaceful protests. Uh, I, was, I was astonished and I was appalled. Uh, to hear that these the the activists the pro Roe v Wade folks um, uh, the attempted attempted assassination assassination attempt on a sitting Supreme Court justice Brett Kavanaugh yeah and I think Nancy that has been Pelosi virtually swept under the rug security detail didn't she can you can you imagine can you imagine if the roles were reversed Mike and it was like a a, a, a mega person or a, a January sixth person. Uh, an assassination attempt on any of the other justices? Do you think that that would be a brand new commission? What I say right now, you know, is there ever going to be a June 8th commission, a June 8th commission? You know what June 8th was? Was the assassination attempt of Brett Kavanaugh. Are we going to have a commission into that? Uh, And I still don't. We still don't know who the leaker is, the Roe v. Wade leaker. No, no, Uh, Greg, 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 Greg. (laughs) <laughs> June is gay month and let's not forget Juneteenth and Indigenous Peoples Awareness Month got no time for good Supreme Court justice assassination trials it's, it's a time to celebrate uh, uh, honestly and seriously I, I can't can you not I can't believe this isn't front page news Honestly, like this attempted assassination on a, on a Supreme Court justice. So that's all I'll say for now. But uh, boy, I just I just simply can't believe I can't believe uh, the the news stories that the media choose to print and choose not to print. It still astonishes me, Mike. And you know what? Americans are getting tired of this. And I'm sure the same is going on up in Canada. We're just getting tired of that. And we're looking at free, a true free, free, unlimited press. Give us all the information. We're all grown ups. Give us all the information and we'll check a couple of sources and we'll decide as 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 individual citizens what our point of view is on stuff. We don't need you to tell us what our point of view has to be ideologically. So I think that there's, I definitely think there's going to be a wave toward, truly towards First Amendment stuff. I mean, can you imagine how much talk there is out there already, you know, the Elon Elon Musk story and so forth. So uh, if if it's a good next couple of years for the First Amendment, then that's a good next couple of years for me, Mike. Yeah, it's, we'll see what happens. I don't know, it's... You know what it is, Greg? It's like uh, it was the best of times and the worst of times. You know, like there's great things uh, happening on. Oh, and we're going to have a, another Summer of Love. I just about guarantee. In fact, uh, let's let's play some Summer of Love riot music, shall we, Greg? I think it's appropriate. Let's do it right now. This should be the uh, theme for the uh, BLM riots that are coming up over Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Exciting news. I'll turn it down. We'll leave it on as bed music. So, <laughs> I, I don't do things the way other people do on their shows. That's just me. 
What do you think of getting Clay Clark on? What do you think? Maybe, maybe should I get him on? That'd be great. And, and you're going to see Garth. You said you're going to see Garth Brooks, right? I am. I, 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 you know what? I don't care about Garth Brooks. I really don't. I, I just think it'd be. A, look, my mom got uh, four tickets to Garth Brooks tonight. And I don't care about Garth Brooks. Not a fan. Uh, I, I was joking with my sister. I said, it sounds like we got friends in low places. And she said, yeah. Uh, but you know who else had <laughs> friends in low places? Jesus did. Hey, they, 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 the publicans, yes. uh, the Pharisees said, this man eats with publicans and harlots. And uh, he had friends in low places too. But uh, I'm going to go. And, I, and I'm, it, it's more of a uh, just having an enjoying evening with my wife and my mom and my sister, really, my, uh, my sure. three best girls. And so, yeah, I'm going to go see Garth Brooks. And I can't say the name Garth Brooks without thinking about Ron White. Remember Ron White? Blue oh, Col- sure. Oh, Blue yeah. Collar Comedy. It says, says his dog turned it on the floor, and uh, his wife put a little Kleenex over it. He said, there it is, just like a little miniature Garth Brooks concert outdoor. And I <laughs> thought that was funny. So, yeah, I'm going to see Garth Brooks tonight. Uh Funny, fun, I, fun. I, I, you'll, have a, I, you'll have a blast. I would have never, ever thought I was going to say, I'm going to see Garth Brooks. And like, I was like a metalhead when I was a kid. Uh, Greg, I sure. had dreadlocks, okay? Like I had no serious uh, down to my nipples. And I woke up uh, and, and like going to a Garth Brooks concert to me would have been blasphemy uh, unless you're sneaking in with a <laughs> rifle or something. I'm joking if the FBI is watching uh, or RCMP, whoever. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, like that would have been blasphemy. But you know what happened to my, my man, this is going everywhere. I woke up one morning, Greg, and my dreadlocks, one of them, like a big spring, was coming out of my head and it curled around and it was just tickling the, uh, the area between your, your nostril and your lip. And I was like, ah! I jumped out of bed. I ran to the bathroom and I shaved my head bald. Then, Greg, I went to school. I was in high school at the time. Nobody knew who I was. Like they were kind of uh. looking at me like, I, I, I'm sure I know you, but I've never. Uh, and uh, that's hysterical. Now you know what happened. That is hysterical. Yeah, you- isn't it amazing the, mo- the the music that we had evolved evolved through uh, through the years? You know, I still am forever hanging my head in shame because I was like a Dan Fogelberg fan. You know, I actually oh, listened to no. James Taylor music, and I'm hanging my head in shame. I went to an Air Supply concert, Mike. Are you kidding me? And my wife, awesome. My wife was a true '60s British Invasion gal, Air Force brat out of Topeka, Kansas, and she loved the Beatles. And Zeppelin, uh, and Southern Rock and stuff, but and I was just a, the little nerdy guy that had actually been to an air. Imagine that going actually going to an air supply concert. Anyhow, uh, so you evolved. You were a, you were a metalhead. What were you into uh, during that era? Uh, I so okay. So when it came to metal music, it's funny because I never was, and my parents bought a what was considered a christian rock cassette tape 
for my uncle, and it was this band called Res. They were called the Resurrection Band with Glenn and Wendy Kaiser. And it was heavier than, like, it, was, it wasn't It was metal, but it was kind of a hard rock. And I loved it. And then uh, my cousin started getting into this really uh, heavy, uh, I guess what you'd call thrash or death metal. And I was a drummer, right. and so I ended up in a band that played this really, uh, he- well, a lot of people would say, uh, that's just noise, but it actually had time and structure to it. It was just very fast, and you would lose 15 pounds per show playing this stuff. Like it was a <laughs> workout playing that music, and oh, like sure. I had the dual kick drums going. I have the fastest feet you ever seen, man. Like I, and so I learned to play uh, the stuff on Justice for All by Metallica. I was into Megadeth. I, I listened to Slayer for a brief time. Although, I I never liked anything, and this is just me, I didn't like anything, even when I wasn't for living for God, I didn't like anything that was overtly satanic. I didn't like things that talked about hell like it was a good thing. Like, there was was an ACDC song called Highway to Hell, and it was all about, you know, I'm going to go to hell, I can't wait, and I just... eh, I didn't like that. I, I, you know, even when not living for God, it was... uh, I couldn't, sure. sure. Like I, I, there was something about that. I was just no. Mike Phillip don't like that. You know what I'm saying? It crosses your constitutional line. I mean, it just there's it crosses a line, and I'm the same way. Like I, I cringe, uh, I cringe when I hear the uh, Lord's name taken in vain. Me too. Uh, and and just it just a, a cringe thing, you know, and. Uh, and I think more of us out there are like that, where there's just a constitutional line that that, that once it's crossed, it just kind of uh, it does not feel right at all. I'm sure everyone's got you know their own their own uh, set of uh, really of those principles out there. Got to give a shout out, Ali, four 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 is in the house on the live <laughs> Rumble chat. I say again, Ali, four four. <laughs> Four and what was the uh, last uh, four? Yeah, uh, in the house. Welcome. She's uh, Allie. I, I assume that's uh, a lady. Uh, <laughs> get in trouble here. Uh, she says uh, hello to all of the God-loving patriots. Where we go, one we go all. That depends. That depends, Allie. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. That's fine. Um, Greg. Yeah. So now you know the history of my. Uh, my liking for metal music. And in fact, it's funny because, uh, I, I went uh, yesterday. If you're watching the show at the end for the ninth hour prayer, which we're going to be doing again today. Uh, I had Roger and Jesse and this, uh, uh young lady named <laughs> Frontosa said, how dare you? Uh, Oh, I dare. I dare yeah. Frontosa. Uh, we had, we, we, we all prayed together here after the show in the living room of the house. Then we all went, and uh, uh, the church bought dinner for them at Denny's. I love Denny's. I don't know what it is about Denny's, Greg, but I love it. And uh, sure. And and then you know I came back. My wife just got home, and it was just the perfect day. And I can't for the life of me remember where I was going with this. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that great? 
Oh, uh, so I wanted to ask you a question. It might even be on that subject. Who okay. knows, right? But uh, right. you had mentioned you had mentioned last show that you, most of your relatives, because you've got a real American family. Yeah. But most of your relatives uh, are Democrats. My grandmother. And my question to, to you is, yeah, my grandmother actually used to. I, I believe, uh, if I if I remember the story correctly, she used to go and cook meals at the Democrat governor's mansion, and, and they would go to events. Uh, they went and saw uh, Hillary and Bill Clinton at, at one time, but like wow. with them. They were the more classic Democrat. Like when I was a little guy, right. I remember talking right. to my grandmother. They they came here from Chicago to visit us. And I remember asking her as a very young guy, I said, uh, what what is the difference between Republican and Democrat? And they had that kind of that old standard Democrat answer. Well, see, Republicans, they're for the, the big rich corporations and the Democrats, right. they're for the little guy. They're they're for you know they're right. for fighting for the little guy, and they believed that they really did. And and right. uh, they weren't bad people, uh, as far as I knew. Right. I mean, they wouldn't have told me I was their grandson. But uh, it was you know, and and I. Well, they sold that. They sold that same bill of goods today, Mike. Oh it's yeah, it's the same message. It's getting, it's getting old now, but my, I, I wanted to ask you about your Democrat family because, and this is a totally serious thing. Uh, do your folks in your family, can you actually have conversations with them? Because honestly, and I mean this, I, I'm having difficulty finding, uh, honestly, just, just let's say it, uh, more ardent Democrats or liberals to even have a rational conversation with right now. And, and that's not to be patronizing. I mean, I'm just having a hard time finding folks uh because it's so obviously polarized but i simply can't believe honestly i can't believe kind of the hard-headedness and and uh total buying into the media spin yep. coming from my my democrat friends i mean they yelled at they yelled at us for four or five years while trump was being elected and, and was in office and right now all i'm hearing is crickets mike i'm hearing crickets are there honestly are there democrats out there that honestly that like our administration or our president or think they're doing a good job I mean, that's a serious question, you know, because I can't find any. I do you know? not talk politics with them. Uh, I, I am aware right. that we have differing views on things. And there are uh, people in my, like, like, like all families and like all individuals, um, there are things. And so... But I don't right. allow myself to engage in disliking or hating my family sure. because of their politics. Because that that I, I just don't want to go down that road. That's just right. me, and and I don't care how anybody else asks. I love my right. family. I've got family sure. members that are gay. I've got family members that are liberals. I've got family members. And uh, I love them. I love them. That's it. That's it. God made right. them. And if it ever comes into uh, some type of an argument, I would rather just say I love you and hang up the phone. Sure. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's an element of disengagement. I know I'm disengaging big time uh, just from a lot of things, even even on social media. There's, there's really no reason to get into big arguments anymore because no one's changing their mind. When I was asking you about your, your uh, relatives – 
what would they say? Assuming you don't, you know, you don't engage with politics, but what would they say, Mike, if I said, if I asked them, hey, do you think the President Joe Biden's doing a great, good, doing a good job? Do you think that we're okay as a country? What would they, what would they actually say? Would they cover for him? Okay, I just got a text from my mom and and my grandmother, Marge. Uh, <laughs> she went to Washington D.C. to march for solidarity. So uh, they weren't just Democrats; they were active Democrats. But I tell you again, well, again, I'm not sure. going to speak evil of my grandma. I love her. She loves sure. me, man. She every year, sure. my grandma sent me a Christmas package. With the weirdest stuff you ever saw. Like, I, I one year, I got Elvis Cologne. Uh, one year, num- <laughs> do you remember MC Hammer and those parachute pants? Sure. I got a pair sure. of MC Hammer parachute pants, and they were like, they were like light, almost an aqua blue with little black uh, flecks all over them. Oh man, it was so eighties. I'm telling you, uh, I nice. got a, nice. uh, I, I got a Batman piggy bank. Uh, that I'm pretty sure she got at a garage sale because it was supposed to talk, uh, but the voice thing on it was busted. But I didn't care. I loved it. And, and she would phone me and sing to me in uh, like Toro, Laura, Laura, whatever, that Irish song. And I love my grandma, and she's gone now. And I don't care that she was a Democrat. I love her. That's it. No, you know, honestly, we had this chat uh, either the last show or before, which yeah. is and I was raised with JFK Democrats, probably like your grandma, seriously, where they were, uh, we're, we're talking to 60s, 70s, but, uh, but they were uh, the JFK Democrats. They were, uh, yes, quote, for the little guy, but they were also pro-business, pro-tax cuts, pro-moon, pro-progress, pro-business, and uh uh, but I think that uh, that the JFK Democrats and the pragmatic uh, the pragmatic yep. folks out there, like the Joe Liebermans, and even today the Harold Fords of the world, you can have a rational conversation with them. That's just getting more and more rare, Mike. There, there, there's no JFK Democrats left. Yeah, hang uh, on. And, I, whoa, whoa, and whoa. I, I hope that that changes. Thomas, United States Marine Corps says Marge and Mom are dumb. Thomas, my grandmother has passed on, and my mother is no liberal. Okay, pal, I respect you. You've been in the chat, and we're friends. But do not talk down about my mom. She's not a liberal, and this isn't just don't make fun of my mom. You don't know what you're talking about. All right? And I make it a point never to say anything on the air that I would not say to their face. And you were a Marine, and you could probably whoop my butt. I don't know. But but my mom is no liberal. Tom, okay, so Thomas is being even. He says, my mom voted for Biden, and she was dumb. Okay, so, so, so Thomas is being consistent. I thank you for that. And uh, maybe I misread you. Uh, but when somebody uh, calls my mom a liberal, I get my dander up, man. <laughs> we have to go to a commercial break. We have to do it. And, uh, oh, yeah, my mom just said, too. Yeah, I got a, uh, do you remember those red Michael Jackson uh, leather jackets that weren't made of real re- leather like he wore in the Thriller video? My grandmother of sent course. me one of those. Yeah, I, I, man, that is funny. Thomas. Wow. <laughs> Thomas is laughing. Uh, good, good. 
I want you to have to come up here and go all marine on my skinny butt. Uh, we got to go to our commercial break. We'll be right back. Stick around uh, for the last segment of American Oak Radio. And then we're going to do the ninth hour of prayer today. And, uh, man, I'm having fun. Are you having fun, Greg? Is this greater? What? This is radio, Mike. This I is love radio, it, buddy. Man. All right, we'll be back after uh, a bunch of commercials. Figure out ways. Thomas, you're awesome. <laughs> Call my mom a liberal. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud? Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, coffee drinkers for climate change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. How dare you? (laughs) We dare. We dare. Flat Earth, the moon landing, JFK, 5G, 
Biden won the election. <laughs> hey, lovelies, does anyone have any new conspiracy theories? Because all the ones I know are contrary. <laughs> Join me, Ria Bo, here on Sunday Long Live Radio, live every Sunday of the year, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard, 10 a.m. UK, and 9 p.m. New South Wales. I'll see you Sunday. Very good show, Ria Bo. America, America Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. America Nuck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. America Nuck Radio. You are awesome, Stu. Thank you. Welcome back to the last segment of Hour 2 of American Huck Radio. And uh, this, is, this is funny. This is going to make you laugh, right? First of all, uh, my mom just texted me a little uh, laughy face. And it says, I've, I've never been called a liberal in my life. And, and, and DS Patriot <laughs> Navy Dad, who's a good friend of mine, I, I love that man, uh, he says, you, you need to develop some thicker skin there, Mike Phillip. And, and and he was making fun of me. Uh, somebody was making fun of me for saying I got my dander up. Well, I'm a Christian. I don't swear. And so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say things like, you know, you don't want to get my dander up, boy, cracky, a youngster. <laughs> I think, Greg, that swearing is intellectually lazy. I really do. I, I do. I and I and hey, I, I I was no church mouse my whole life. I I've sure. said it all. I, I I wouldn't take the Lord's name in vain, but I was a very foul mouthed man. And one time, yeah. my mom, uh, I I when you swear the rest of the time, it bleeds in when you're not supposed to, right? And so I I let yeah. one slip on air. And my mom told me, you know, your your little niece Freya is listening uh, to you, and uh, <laughs> oh, that hit my heart. <laughs> I was like, I cannot do that anymore. And not only that, but it's it's pleasing to my Lord. I don't want to. Uh, I, I it's displeasing to Him. I don't want to sin against my God with my lips. And f- and furthermore, it's just not attractive. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I'm probably not the most credible source on that one. Uh, Mike, I have some real, I, I don't cross like I talk about the Lord, you know, when we spoke about the Lord's name in vain and stuff, yeah. I was raised in the, in the auto, in the car business as a manager in the car business, 80 hour a week guys. Uh, I talked like a sailor. I was raised and I just talked like a sailor. I was the same but, way. If anything, and, and I can, I can, I confess that, uh, that I'm not by any means someone who does not swear anymore. But uh, one thing I do, and, and mean it, I mean this too, uh, nothing in public. It sounds funny, but nothing on the air, nothing in public, not in front of people. Uh, Just like do, if you, you bang know, your head on a cupboard or, or step on a rake and it hits you in the face? Sure. 
Oh, I'll tell you what, I, you know, get me in, in some, uh, some uh, candid moments some, sometime. You'll see stuff come out of me that will yeah. even surprise you, I bet. But I confess that. I confess that. However, uh, absolutely positively, it sounds funny, but uh, never negotiating my position on the Lord's, on taking the Lord's name in vain. Uh, and uh, again, everybody, I'm not going to say it's a personal choice, but it's all over the board as far as force folks out there, you know, as far as that swearing thing go, but it goes, but I'm definitely not the, uh, the credible source on that issue. Okay. You know what? That's fair. And you know what? I forgive you, my son. And by the way, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Thomas says, I apologize, Mike. Mom and Marge are just fine. <laughs> Oh, Thomas. What? You're real stirring the pot with your family today. I didn't mean to bring that up, man. Isn't that fun? That's so I, fun I, hearing I from your mom know. and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I knew we were going to talk about Roe v. Wade and possibly uh, statehood issues and Supreme Court and stuff like that. But uh, sure. Sure. I'm telling you, once in a while, it is just really good to kick back with a buddy and... Uh, uh, it right. feels like I'm, I'm just hanging around with a lot of friends right now. My mom is listening. My sure. brother's probably listening. My dad's probably listening. Uh, and everybody in the nice. chat, Thomas, nice. DS Patriot, Navy Dad, Frontosa, slave to him. Uh, I have developed a, a real uh, uh, strong liking, dare I say, or, or even a love for my brethren. It's so funny because I was talking to my buddy, uh, my buddy Todd in Wisconsin and, and, you know, he's feeling the Holy ghost and God is dealing with him. And, and, uh, you know, we were talking he said, I love you, man. I said, I love you too. And he said, you know, just a month ago, I'd have, if I'd have thrown a wrench at a man's head, if he told me that he loved me, <laughs> but that's the sure. difference. When, uh, Jesus comes on the scene, you have, a uh, an agape, uh, philos love for your brethren and for other men and your neighbors and, and your love for your wife grows. And so, uh, fine. I, uh, I love men. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> We've had the man crush conversation before, you know, you know seriously. Uh, do you know anyone in the world that doesn't like Clint Eastwood, male or female? You know, it just happens. You know, but uh, remember the remember the man crush thing I had on Stu Peter's voice, and I'm getting that almost on Chris's voice. Chris does all of your intros, and he's so great at his voiceovers. Voiceovers for your intros and your commercials are great. Um, so, no, nothing wrong about admiration, man. Whatever it is, uh, people that are excel excel at what they do, they should be admired, and that's it. You know, for sure. Yeah, and uh, Chet over in the American Oc Radio rebooted chat room just said, you got an apology from a Marine? <laughs> I guess, I guess. Uh, there we are. Rosenhawk over in Switzerland said, your mom, Mike, is a woman with power supporting her son to preach. Uh, she, she really is, and uh, she's going to be going away to go see her granddaughters in 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 uh, Idaho, I have a hard time. I, I always want to say Ohio when I go to say Idaho. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, but yeah, and I I don't know what we're going to do at the Sunday school uh, during that time. But I didn't start this church, and God just keeps 
giving and growing and, and making things work out. So I have no reason to believe that this time is uh, going to be any, any different. Mel045 says, enjoying the conversation and still here for prayers. Uh, see, that's the thing, Greg. We're hanging around right, with Mel right. and Zinc and Ivy right. says, English has so many delicious alternate choices. Yeah, you can be really <laughs> creative with your language without swearing. And and, and you can really right. drop bombs. I mean, uh, I know preachers that they'll be preaching and they get anointed. And man, they'll make you squirm in your in your pew, man. And and then the next time, oh yeah, you hear them and uh, you just feel uh, the love of God. But sometimes the love of God will let you know if you're doing something that's not pleasing to Him and you're going to hurt yourself. That's part of the deal. And God's a good Father. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, very much so. Uh, it is tough, like you say. The the tough thing, the old uh, the cliches are, cliches are uh, are true. That uh, the tough thing is to follow and play by the rules, right? You speak about that all the time when you hear something in your heart and and you feel it's your responsibility, your spiritual responsibility to act on it. You speak about that all the time, Mike. You know what? It's the ultimate test of a man to put yourself aside and live for God, and He will empower yep. you to do it. Yep. And everybody listening to me right now, you know what I'm talking about. It is the ultimate test of a man. Uh, look at Jesus. He laid down his life. He didn't have to. He he could have stopped that whole thing. He allowed himself to be tortured and killed for you. That is the ultimate mark of a man. Right. That's a, you just you just jogged my memory a little bit. Yep. You know. Uh, anyone who is a man and who has uh, gone through life uh, knows the struggles. Uh, very few. I don't know any successful men, Mike, who haven't had their butts kicked several times in life. Uh, and I know you've gone through them. I went through one, a major, major one, uh, probably about 20 years ago. And uh, I think you remember my, my old ice arena story, you know? And yeah, it, oh, yeah. Uh, but it turns out that... And anyhow, I had uh, like like some some people have found found out you 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 uh, wake up midstream in life and are starting over. Right, you've had your butt kicked. You feel, you know, you can't get up in the morning. And I I worked. Uh, I started. Uh, uh, I ended up working for a Toyota dealership. Right, and uh, literally just kind of you know got, apply for a job and go into sales and just kind of lick my wounds a, a little bit because I'd gone through a major business butt kicking in life. And my sales manager, uh, who has remained a dear friend, uh, he knew how I was really, really a broken man at, at that time. And he just took me aside at that point during the, during the job interview. You know, he said, Greg, you know, if guys like JFK and Jesus were murdered, what chance does just regular guys like you and I have in life? You know, and I'm saying that, that I really had to, to think about it. And isn't that true? We live in a fallen world. It's just a matter of how we deal with it, how we how we overcome, how we just hang in there to fight through. But none of us have a chance in this world is what he was saying. And that it, it was really uh, it was really an important message for me at that time, uh, kind of a self-forgiveness, which is, is very tough, as you know, for any type like you, any type A male. To, we're the most. Uh, uh, that t we're so tough on ourselves uh, after failure. No one's tougher on a male than he is on himself after failures or life's, you know, tough life uh, situations like that. So you just got to stay in perspective and say, hey, 
we just got to keep after it every day. Uh, we, you know, we're all going to have our challenges. The cliches are true. Just keep banging away at it, you know, and God will bring you through. God will bring have you, you through. Have you ever, did, did, did you ever get in fights when you were young, Greg? I did. Um, not a lot, but I, I was not a wimp, but I was not the toughest guy out there. I worked in the oil patch. That's what we did. I spent many weekends in jail. And and wow. with me wow. and fighting, it, it, it's funny because when I was the righteous party and in the right, it was like I couldn't lose. But right. <laughs> when I had a few drinks in me, and I was being a jerk. <laughs> you had to be a big shot, didn't you? Had to uh, open up your mouth. That was me. And uh, I uh, got my butt handed to me a couple of times. Now, I, I won more than I lost. Uh, right. And I also knew when to leave. Uh, that was another quality that I possessed. Uh, maybe not today, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> did that happen to you? Or were you, you know, I, honestly, I was, I would, no, I was, I really wasn't a fighter, if you will. And I, I played 40 years of hockey. I played 40 years of hockey and, and I, I got into three fights in my whole career, which is not a lot. Uh, I will say that I didn't lose any of them. Uh, but I was not that guy at all. And as a matter of fact, um, uh, I was a party boy like you. I loved to drink in my younger years. But matter of fact, I kind of left all uh, collision sports, violent sports at about 18. You know, I, I played hockey and I was uh, ready to go to the junior B level of Montreal hockey, which gets that's the 16, 17 year olds. Uh, and I was 18. I said and also I was a diver. Uh, and diving, there's a lot swimmer and diver, and there's a lot of stress involved, you know, because you're learning new dives all the time and stuff. And at 18 years old, I just kind of said, I think I'm kind of done. Uh, I, I didn't like the violence yeah. of hockey, and I didn't like the risk or stressing, and I kind of left it all. All I did really after after 18 was was kind of play recreational stuff for fun stuff, pick up stuff. But uh, yeah, I was kind of the opposite. You know, I more went to be the uh, the the non non confrontational guy. It doesn't mean you can't be strong and strong willed and all that stuff. But yeah, I definitely wasn't a, a scrapper fighter guy at all. I was always blessed because I was kind of a little guy. I was always blessed that I always had. You laughed about the sheriff Lamb last week. I've already has. I've always had these these big these buddies that were big, you know, in college and stuff. They'd hang around, and I had. I'll be I'll be uh, the first to say I had quite the mouth on me when I get a couple of pops in me, you know. Uh, and uh, but I always had guys that would kind of. I think they. When looking back, I think they were probably angels. They just kind of took care of me, you know. You know, and, I, uh, it's funny. Boy, uh, Chet Davis in Alabama. He says butt whoopings. I had an unassuming little fella teach me karate in middle school with an emoji with a bandage on its head next to it. Did I ever tell you? We're running out of time. We're almost at the hour of prayer. Did I ever tell you the story of my very short career as a netminder in hockey? Oh no! Tell me, man. Okay, tell so, me. Uh, we, you know, you're in the minors. You're figuring out your place. Hey, Mike, you want to try playing goal? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I got oh. the pad. I got everything. I got my trapper blocker pads. I'm, I'm in net. Right. Well, we had a good game. Right. I, I think I only let one in, and uh, we won the game. So everybody's kind of thinking, you know, well, maybe Mike's a goaltender, right? That we our next game. I'm going to play net. Right. Well. You know when you do something when you're sleeping and you wake up and you 
your hip is out of whack or your back and you can barely move. That sure. happened to me. Okay, that happened to me. And I thought I uh, could muscle through it. Now, at the same time, I'm in net and one of the straps underneath my shoulder pads and jersey for my hockey pants broke. So my hockey pants kept uh, falling down and I couldn't hardly uh, move. And so like, if you could see the video, I was kind of stuck like this in front of the goal for the whole game and I couldn't move. Uh, and we lost like 33 to You have a video two. of that? Huh? You have a video of that? Oh, dude, this is before camcorders. Like, I was like, uh, yeah, this is uh, a long time ago. But, uh, you know, you know, thinking back, what the heck was our coach thinking leaving me in net after the 20th goal? And you uh, know what else? I think my dad was coaching. I think he thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. God, I'll tell you what, those goaltenders, Mike, they're different cats, man. Yeah. They're totally different cats. I don't think, I don't know if you'd be cut out to be a goaltender. Yeah. I, you know, when we played street hockey and stuff, I, I did some pretty amazing acrobatic uh, Grand Fear-esque saves. Uh, oh, sure, sure. I think he yeah. was on cocaine. I do. I don't think you could do those saves he did. Some of... <laughs> Grant Fuhrer. Yeah, and, uh, and hey, listen. No. You want to hear how racist Alberta is? The the big teams yes, out east, ahead. they were scouting Grant Fuhrer. And they were like, right. ah, he is a good goalie. But I don't think the people are ready for a black goalie. Guess who picked no, him up? And guess no. who loved him? Back then, Edmonton did. That's who. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're so he not was a racist. Legend. Did Montreal? Did Quebec really do that? Did they? Did they kind of shun uh, Grand Fury? I don't even remember that because I remember Montreal. The Montreal Royals, long before uh, Major League Baseball, were, took on Jackie Robinson. You might remember that before he was in the uh, major leagues. Yeah, Montreal I remember a, that. Yeah, I do. In the, fact, that's a proud the, Canadian heritage moment. And oh, they yeah. like to. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. If you watch the movie, he did have people yep. yelling at him on the street and calling him names. It's just unbelievable. And it's unbelievable that it's just, it really is so recent. It's in kind of our lifetime's era. It's incredible. And how far we've come. Uh, you know, how far we've come as a society, really, in the last, uh, you know, half century. Uh, progress-wise, I still can't believe they treated Jackie Robinson like that. It just it bugs me, and and I, you know, I hope we'd never never see an error like that again. You know, because that was truly, truly blatant stuff. You know. Yep. Hundred percent. Well, we are uh, we are coming up on the end of the show. And Where does the time go, Mike? Can you believe we just we just sat here uh, yippity yapping for what? two hours like it's what? unreal, and what? we're we're done in about three months or three minutes, three months. Okay, now uh, oh my in the next God. month on American Huck Radio uh, with Greg Meek, and I hope you're not going anywhere. Spud Hill <laughs> writes uh, Proverbs eighteen six: A fool's lips bring him strife. And his mouth invites a beating. Yeah, it's a fact, boy. I knew this guy, and he was a hockey player, by the way, for a rep team. And and it was like two summers in a row, this guy had to get himself beat up. Like he he every weekend this guy would get beat up. 
and he couldn't help himself. And and everybody was like, "Oh yeah, that's him, right?" They, they, they we just knew. And 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 sure enough, he like he hung out with guys that were tougher than him, and so he tried right. to try and act like them. And so, uh, uh, yeah. So he got beat up. There, there are different cats out there, man. There are different cats out there. You know, I know, I know a guy right now who's close to my age. I'm, I'm up there in my sixties, you know, and he has, uh, he, uh, all he does is, uh, he loves his motorcycles and his hockey and he pushes off on hockey and he's injured all the time and stuff. I was saying, dude, you're in your sixties, man, you know, yeah. uh, but almost a manic thing, almost a manic thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, I worry about older guys seriously, cause we ain't in our twenties anymore. You know, you're even feeling you're only in your forties, but you're you're even even admitting now that you're not in your twenties anymore. Well, I'm almost fifty. I'm, I will say that. Uh, hey, by the way, Edward or C. Sampson says, "Great guest. You're you're becoming a real fixture around here, Greg. We we love you, man." And I'm. Are I'm you so, serious? I, I'm I serious. love that. I, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. No, and it, it's a mutual thing, you know. My, the, 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 I think I told you a while back. Um, I'm just kind of coming out of retirement. You know, it's my third book, and I, I just decided after COVID, and uh, I went through hip replacement stuff to to start writing stuff, and I I uh, published my third book, uh, why I came to America and what I think now. And uh, really quick, just, give your uh, website. What, We're running out of time, buddy. Let me let people know where they can find oh, yeah, your book. Yeah. Yeah, gregmeekin.com. And please visit, folks. Please visit gregmeekin.com, which is G-R-E-G-M-E-A-K-I-N.com. And visit, learn about the book, learn about me. Uh, I'll be writing stuff about Mike He's Phillip. He's got great these articles. Days too, so. great, he writes great uh, articles, Greg does. Thank you so much, Mike. And I really mean it. I go to my, if you, people go to my trending section of my website, and that's really seconds, all buddy. the current, current stuff. And Cool, man. You're great, dude. All right, our ninth hour prayer coming up on American Uck Radio. And let's lift up the name of Jesus. And if you got any prayer requests, let me know. We'll be back after I cut ties with the radio stations. Thank you for listening to Mojo 50 and WBN 324. Mike Phillip. Should be back tomorrow. Uh, no. Friday. Get down on my knees. When it's time to pray, I don't chase pretty women. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.